Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being is a non-profit Homestuck fan analysis podcast and is not affiliated with Andrew Hussey or any of Homestuck's official entities. Please remember to support the release of its books and merchandise whenever possible. Feel free to read along with us. If you have epilepsy or any other light-sensitive disabilities or disorders, we suggest you stick to the audio. We have free audio transcriptions for this podcast linked in the episode description if you wish to read instead of listen. Both Elizabeths are trained writers and editors, so we're going to have some opinions about the construction of the story. These opinions may be different from yours, but we're not attacking the comic, just offering suggestions. This show is not safe for work, and if you're a minor, we ask that you wait to listen until you are old enough to be shipped off of Alternia to serve her imperious condescension. It's time to go to hell. Hi, and welcome to Look How Sane and Linear We Are Being, a Homestuck fancast in the year of our Lord 2019. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Elizabeth, too! <laughs> now, what would make you say it like that? Because of Homestuck, too! <laughs> there's, there's another one. There's another one. Literally. Homestuck, too, the squeakle. <laughs> God. Literally. Homestuck 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> so bad. I mean, desperate- well, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a home I'm ready for Homestuck 3 a twist in time. Oh, God. oh boy. What about Homestuck 4 ever after? You know, I'm just waiting for Homestuck Fury Road. <laughs> home fast Homestuck Fury. <laughs> <laughs> We're trapped in this hell. We're trapped in this hell. Andrew Hussey heard us calling him out, and now he's punishing us for our sins. <laughs> yeah. I was just desperately messaging Liz as soon as I saw. And when she saw the first thing she said was just, what? And then this podcast is going to be so long. It's, I'm, it's going to be so I'm going to be doing this podcast until I'm 80. Yeah, it's just going to keep going. You know, I don't I don't think Andrew Hussey ever ends anything. <laughs> no, I've heard I've heard that. I think we're just going to be on this ride forever. Okay, when we get to Homestuck 2, do we read the epilogues first? Yeah, I think so. Fuck, we have to read the epilogues. Yeah, we're going to get to the end of Homestuck and then we read the ep- uh, epilogues and then we read Homestuck 2 and by that time There'll probably be Homestuck 3, and it'll just keep going ad infinitum. I mean, I'm excited. I'm not excited because, like, now there's, like, a bunch of... I'm sorry to I'm sorry to everyone who likes him. I've se- I'm seeing so much Dirk art again, and I'm like, no. Yeah, I've seen that response a lot. I don't want to see him. I really don't. <laughs> it's fine if he's your favorite. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's my personal opinion. I really don't like him. That's unfortunate. I don't know what Homestuck 2's about. I've been purposely keeping myself in the dark. Yep. Because at that point, we'll both be Homestuck veterans, I guess. Guess so. 
Ooh, I don't like Did that. Did you know, Elizabeth, that you've been reading Homestuck for a year? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You've been through Homestuck trade school. Yeah, that's true. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, you, you know a little bit more about it. I do. I know so many names and um stuff. And swerve stuff, and that's about it. <laughs> I mean, you know a little bit about, like, Homestuck as, like, a story, but, I mean, you still don't know what Carcalicious is. You don't know anything about uh, The Baby Is You. No, I think I... Was that the... Was that the Toby Fox thing? It's official, yeah, and Toby Fox made it. Yeah, no, I do know about that because you, you put it in one of the mini-games. Yeah, Broadway Carcat is not official. There's that, I guess. I mean, none of it can be worse than what we read today. Oh, do we want to talk about that first, or do we want to talk about Vriska? I feel like I want to talk about that first just to get it out of the way, you know? Andrew Hussey made us read soft BDSM porn. With 13-year-olds. With 13-year-olds? We read all the pester logs out loud, y'all. Out loud! To each other. <laughs> to each other! On a voice call! And it was so bad! <laughs> My neighbors must think I'm into some fucked up shit. <laughs> it's so bad! <laughs> uh. So, like, Equius has a kink. Oh, uh, yeah. It is insubordination. <laughs> He likes authority play, you know? He gets, like, really, really hot on that. <laughs> and he likes, like, the taboo versions of it, too. Like, he told the high blood what to do, and then he got to get punished for it. So uncomfortable. He's also, like, kind of falling in love with a low blood. You know, it's such a forbidden love. Yeah. And Elizabeth, don't you think... That that's just like the purest form of love when can, when you can share your fetishes together without any sort of shame. No, no absolutely not. In so many ways. Even if one of the people participating in the fetish doesn't even realize that it's a fetish. I was going to mention that too. Kelsey doesn't know what's going on. And that makes it, like, even more uncomfortable. I think Equius has a little crush on Gamzee. I mean, yeah. But he also has a crush on Aradia. Equius needs help. You know what he super does? He also drinks- He also drinks Lucis milk. And Lucis looks like a centaur with a mustache. Centaur butler. And an udder and eyes. I literally can't fucking tell if the Lucis is, like, normally strong with everyone else and just Equius is just so fucking ripped that he can just touch the strongest Lucis on Earth and, like, give him a bruise. Or if Equius is just fucking weird. I mean... It, if if Equius is just roughhousing with him too much. I mean, he might just be fucking weird because he is... In just so many ways. Equius. Equius. <laughs> Low bloods beware. Low bloods beware. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. 
Equius is so fucking horrible and I hate him. Every time we have a page with him, I'm like, please, please let this page end. The authority roleplay one took so long. so long! It got like halfway through and then I had to just stop and I was like, Liz, Liz, there's so much more. There's so much more. (laughs) I can pinpoint the exact moment where Elizabeth went from, oh, this is a weird conversation to no. (laughs) (laughs) Where like Equus is starting to be like, I've been a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's where you started to lose it. And then I couldn't keep it together. I was like trying to stay checked out of that conversation so I wouldn't have to think about what was going on. And then you just started to lose it. And then I couldn't stay checked out anymore. Can somebody please tell Gamzee what's going on? Please! Oh my god! This is terrifying for him. (sighs) I don't remember this happening, and I don't think I would ever say this, but I'm worried for Gamzee. Yeah, like, that's unhealthy. That's super unhealthy. Don't do this! No! Do not. Dude, no. Absolutely. Don't use other people for your fetishes without their explicit consent. (sighs) This was basically sexting. Yeah. They were sexting. You're right, but you shouldn't say it. And I've been on Gamzee's end of this. Bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. I, okay, I'm not, it's not like I'm Gansy's biggest fan or anything. I realized as I was having to read aloud as part of that conversation that his not typing quirk, but like style of speech is, it seems to me like it's sort of badly butchered African American vernacular English, AAVE, which is bad on like a number of levels there. That's not a good look. Andrew Hussey? <laughs> I got a little bit of that when we were during some of Dave's stuff, mostly like the rap. But this is like on another level. It's pretty blatant at this point. I feel like I have the authority to say that because I know about linguistics. <laughs> You're also white. <laughs> yeah. I also know that Andrew Hussey's white, so... Yeah, also that... <laughs> Maybe that's a just, moot point. <laughs> it's just bad all the way around. It's like, if how you're talking sounds like that, you probably shouldn't be doing it. It was just, it was clear that, like, very, very tiny linguistics lecture here, like, African-American vernacular English has actual grammar, and, like, it isn't just random breaking grammatical rules and it seemed a lot of times while I was reading Gamzee's part that it was like oh I can just break grammatical rules whenever I want and then it sounds like A-A-V-E and it was just not great so you know there's that but this is a separate point from Equius cut it out that whole conversation, there was just so much. There was so much. I didn't like about it. And like, <laughs> when Elizabeth pointed that out, I'm like, oh no, I can't unsee that. I'm not a linguistic, but now I'm like, oh, now I see it. It's not good. It's not good. I don't like it. 
Can we just have a nice, wholesome conversation about Friska? Hey, do you remember when Equius- No. Like, he built a robot body for Aradia and then put blue blood in it so that she wouldn't have to be such a low blood, and then he could finally date her? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Isn't that just like the slimiest fucking thing you've ever heard? It's the slimiest thing. It. I swear, all I've been able to think about with that dude is having to read the longest book in the English language, Clarissa, for a class, and that's like, it's really similar and it bothers me. You know what it reminded me of? Huh. It reminded me of uh, Frodo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame when he was, like, really, like, horny for the Roma girl. Frollo? Frollo! <laughs> Frodo is the hobbit from Lord of the Rings! Oh my, have you besmirched his good name? You are right, though. It just reminded me of when Frollo was just really horny for the Roma girl. <laughs> For her Esmeralda, yeah. The one good thing about him in this section is that now we can call him Equius. 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 That that was a video that I really loved when I was a kid. <laughs> Not because I liked Equius, but because I thought it was a fun video. Um, and it was a parody of the of the George Washington video. Oh god. It's like, he'll save children, but not the British children. I'll link it somewhere. <laughs> it's an awful video. It sucks. Oh, boy. Anyway, speaking of Equius. No. Speaking of Equius. No. He helped Riska make her doomsday devices, because apparently being really into doomsday devices is a personality trait on Alternia. Yeah. And it killed Riska's spider. And Arthur! <laughs> God. Uh, bad. Just bad. Okay, maybe I'm like leaping ahead a little bit here, but it seems like there are, it feels to me like there are two different stories going on simultaneously here. The kids and the trolls. Haha, <laughs> no. I guess in a way like that, the high bloods and the low bloods, because it feels like. Vriska and Equius and the people they're sort of connected to have, like, one thing going on. But then Eladia and Terezi and Tavros and Karkat, even, like, they have a different thing going on. And it intersects in a lot of places, but they're different. I will say, Terezi is not a, is not a low blood. She's, she's sort of like the bridge there because she's technically almost high blood. I think she said something about like she's a little too teal for their tastes. No, she just seems more directly connected with like Aladia and Tavros. It's very interesting to me. We did see that she does have like a sense of justice that is different from what most trolls believe. Right. She apparently did genuinely believe that when she was working with Vriska, they were only taking in the bad guys, and then they weren't. And then Terezi was like, uh, actually, fuck this. Right. And she, she sort of walked away from that. It seems almost like, and I'm not completely sure about this, but 
Uh, it seems like what happened to Tavros was, pardon the turn of phrase, but the straw that broke the camel's back. It was at that point that Terezi was like, I'm done with, with Riska and what she's doing. I, I can't do this anymore. This is, this is bad. <laughs> he was definitely the first domino that fell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this chain reaction. Yeah. By the way, like, Terezi with eyes is weird. <laughs> Terezi with eyes is very weird. Like, it's almost as if she was designed to be blind. She isn't as distinctive of a character visually, ironically, I guess. Hey, th this is this is a thing that I just noticed because I'm on this page with um, Terezi's room hive. Hive. It looks kind of like uh, Riska's. At least, you know, if Riska's hadn't been all messed up. It's called a respite block. Respite block, thank you. Yeah, that sure is interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I wonder why he would do it like that. Yeah, uh, symbolism, probably. Speaking of, like, subtle things that Andrew Hesse did, well, this one wasn't actually subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how last time we were like, oh, yeah, Riska breaks her quirk whenever she's flustered or worked up, and then he just, like, fucking said it in plain text in her introduction, and then it happened, like, 80 times here. It happened so... She went on a bunch of rants, and, you know, and all of those rants, she would just be throwing eights in there with, like, willy-nilly, no phonetic or aesthetic way to register what the letter is supposed to be. Yeah, it happened a lot in her conversation with Kanaya. It seems like Kanaya throws her off her game. I liked how this time we had a couple of conversations with Vriska, where it's like, okay, last time we saw Vriska just being an absolute horrible person. Mm -hmm. But like here we can see like they have ways to combat her. Like, we saw it a little bit with Carcat, where Carcat was like, no, I'm not, I'm just not gonna do this. Right. But, like, here, like, Kanaya balances her out. Mm hmm. Even Terezi does, even though Terezi's mostly ignoring her. Also, the white guy. I was going to mention that. We can talk about them later. Yeah. In the meantime, yet, she doesn't have as much power as we maybe originally thought. I think I said while we were reading, she's more like a 13-year-old than I would necessarily- I said- I think I said than I would like, which isn't actually a criticism. It's more like what we saw of Wiska in these pages complicates her character, and you can't just unabashedly hate her. At least I can still unabashedly hate Equius, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you you can. Yeah. That thing where, like, you started, like, seeing how Vriska is, like, actually 13. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of people I know who are teachers, and, you know, they always talk about stories about, like, how, you know, they'll talk about something in class, and, like, a kid will say something, and it's, like, really bigoted or, like, racist or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. But you can tell, like, they don't really, like understand what they're saying, but they've just heard that. Right. Near family. Troll culture. Yeah. Troll culture. These kids, most of them haven't had a chance to unlearn whatever they've been taught here on Alternia. 
which doesn't necessarily excuse their actions. No, because there are trolls like Terezi and Tavros and Kanaya that kind of just don't fucking give a shit. Right. Or even Nepeta, who we see, like, people being kind to each other and that, you know, not trying to kill each other. Can I talk about the the white text? Nope, we're going to do it after the minigame. Okay, fine. Because it's very important. Does that mean you want to go to the minigame? Sure. Yeah. Alright. Let's go. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers, it's time for the worst part of the podcast. It's the mid-episode minigame. <sighs> Elizabeth, I guess you know why you're here already. I do, Trolliz. I'm here to play a minigame. I guess you're going to be doing this for like 80 years because Homestuck 2 just came out. Yeah, I'm trapped here forever. It's fine. Uh-huh. Maybe after enough time... You know, you can just, like, boss me around a little. No! God, I knew you were gonna do something like this. Fuck you! Anyway, uh. Elizabeth, why don't you tell the people at home what games they might be able to hear today? We have Troll Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Troll The Price is Right. Troll Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And Troll Supermarket Sweep. All right. I guess you can go ahead and spin that wheel and see which one you get. I sure can. Let's see. And I got... Troll, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? We haven't gotten this one yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, Troll, are you smarter than a fifth grader plays exactly like regular Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, but for trolls. Elizabeth, I'm going to give you a bunch of categories that any troll fifth grader would know. And they are categorized by subjects and how old a troll is. So first off, I, one modification I'm going to make to this is that you have to go up in the categories. So you can't just go straight for the fifth sweep prize. Um, like you can in, re- in human, are you smarter than a fifth grader? You have to go it at least chronologically. So if you want to get to the first sweep questions, you have to answer at least one of the wiggler questions. And if you answer everything all the way up to fifth sweep, you get a real life prize. It's a lot like Troll Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But you can also do that between games. And whenever, you can just keep going until you get something wrong. So, are you ready? Yes. All right. Do you want to hear the first two categories you can choose from? Yeah. Would you like a question on Wiggler Drama or Wiggler Biology? How about Biology? Here's your question for Wiggler Biology. How many types of romance are recognized in troll culture? Uh, This is Wiggler Biology, Elizabeth. If you can't even get this, I don't even know how you're going to survive the rest of the questions. 
four? Oh, well, hi diddly D, you fucking did it. Congratulations, you got Woo! one question right. That means you can move on to, to first sweep if you want. I do want. Do you? Yeah. All right. The three categories you can choose from for your second question are, again, Wiggler Drama, First Sweep Math, or First Sweep Spelling. Let's do First Sweep Spelling. Here's your question for First Sweep Spelling. Spell Legislacerator. L-E-G-I-S-L-A-C-E-R-A-T-O-R. Fuck, you're a linguist. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> I'm just a good speller. <sighs> anyway, now you can get up to the second sweep if you want. <sighs> yeah, let's do it. Anyway, here are all the categories you're eligible for for your next question. Remember, before you get to fifth sweep, you have to answer everything from wiggler through fourth sweep which is a one that I just made up because I don't want you to skip all of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Wiggler Drama, First Sweep Math, Second Sweep Government, and Second Sweep Religion. Um, uh, second Sweep Religion? All right, here's your question for Second Sweep Religion. What Alternian religion is based off of the Juggalos seen in Earth culture? Oh, I have to name it? You have to get close! Uh, it's been so long since we talked to Gamzee directly. Um, can I just say it has something to do with miracles? Yes, it does, but that's not the answer we're looking for, Elizabeth, so I guess you're not Smarter than a troll fifth grader. Dang. It's doing really well. That means that you've lost this minigame for today. And do you know what happens when you lose a minigame? Yes, I, I continue to be trapped in the eternal homestuck cycle. There is only one step, and it is homestuck. Actually, there's now two steps, and they're homestuck and homestuck two. It's homestuck squared, bitch. Anyway, see you at the end of the episode! So, Elizabeth. Yes? I mean, you know the vague blood hierarchy of the trolls, you know? The, the warmer colors are the low bloods, and the cooler colors are the high bloods. Right. But what the fuck is white? Um, yeah, it doesn't have a troll tag either. I don't think this guy's a troll. Well, what, what, what makes you think that? Uh, no troll tag. Well, here's the thing, he could have just hacked in. <laughs> That's true. He also doesn't seem to have a typing quirk. His typing quirk is having you need to highlight every single fucking thing he says. Okay, that's true. It's terrible. It's just painful to even look at the page. If you're consuming Homestuck through a screen reader, do you just get to the part where Ruska's like, I have to highlight everything you say and go like, what the fuck? Yeah, I guess so. I have a screen reader downloaded. I could like, after we're done recording, I could turn it on and go to this page and see 
how that page sounds. It probably just sounds like me reading it aloud to you, except without the British accent. Yeah, possibly. I actually, I don't know how the pester logs work. I hope it just reads them, but one can never be sure. Probably just reads them. Let's hope so. You know, if they were designed in any good way, they would, and I think maybe not. There would be some amount of irony in using a screen reader to read a page where Briska's thrown around some more ableist slurs, but, you know. How would a screen reader read the typing quirks, though? That's gotta be awful. That's gotta be just terrible. Oh my god. You know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Homestuck is probably the worst comic to read if you have low vision or can't see. Yeah, it's it's gotta be. It's gotta be the worst comic. Oh my god. Is and there a plain text version of Homestuck floating around somewhere? Plain text with image descriptions. Uh, There's no way there is. Ugh. Anyway, what do you think of white text? We don't know at all what to call them. I mean, I've been calling them him this whole time. We don't know what gender they are. Yeah, like, Briska refers to them as this guy, but it feels like she doesn't really know who they are, so... What does... Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. you've seen Homestuck content in your various social media feeds now, and you've been able to identify some of them lately. Have you ever seen this person? Really, I have no idea. Dia, I don't think so. I had a sudden thought of who they might be, but I'm not going to say it because if I'm wrong, I think I'm very wrong. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I think the listeners would want to hear it too. No, I this don't isn't even- D&D where you can just have a conspiracy theory board away from me. But I don't even know who this person I'm, I'm thought of is and what their role is, so I don't know. So I might just end up looking like a fool if it don't- Say it, fucker. (laughs) Say it. Fine. Fine. Oh my god. Say it. Oh my god. Okay, fine. Good, I subjugated you. (laughs) Okay, now I'm definitely not going to say it. Fuck you. No, do it, do it, do it. Fine. I just said that because it's the podcast and it was funny. (laughs) Okay, Lord English? I'm just throwing that out there. Interesting. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm Interesting. totally wrong. I don't even really know who that is. But that was what came to mind, and so that's who I said. Did you only guess Lord English because I voiced them in a British accent? No. Because it's the only other entity that you know. <laughs> This was actually a really interesting exchange for me because... Exchange? Stop it. It was interesting because what it felt a little bit like the Carcat and Vriska conversation from last time, except that Vriska was Carcat in this scenario. The dynamic seemed flipped to me from the dynamic of Vriska's usual conversations. Yeah, I don't know, because, like, white guy, he was fulfilling, like, the same role as Carcat, as in smacking down Vriska into the fucking ground. Yeah. I mean, I guess the most important part of this exchange for me was, it was really what what made me feel like, 
oh yeah, Vriska is 13, because I could be totally wrong, but this other person didn't read to me like another 13-year-old. Like, I could be totally wrong there, but if this other entity, person, whatever, is sort of manipulating her and insulting her in that way that's not the friendly troll culture insults. It's it, it's what we were talking about earlier with the kids repeat what they see. And I don't know the extent of Riska's interaction with this person or the direct power dynamic because Terezi seemed to think that Riska had more power in this situation than, than this other person seemed to think. So depending on that, it just felt like, hmm, is this what Riska has been seeing? Is this what she's sort of like been taught? In which case, I feel like it would make sense for her to, to sort of emulate that. The thing about attack dogs is that they are very specifically trained to be aggressive. And it used to be that the pit bull was considered the ultimate family dog. But then after they were used for widespread, you know, attack dog purposes, uh, and, you know, like guard dogs, they had a very bad reputation after that. Mm -hmm. But it's always important to know that it's not the dog's fault for what they have been trained to do. That has nothing to do with what we were just talking about, though, obviously. Obviously. That was just a weird tangent. <laughs> yeah. The other, like, most important thing about this interaction wasn't the interaction itself, but Vriska's reaction to it. The line where where Vriska says, Blech, what a snob, you're worse than my medley meddler metal friend. And then... They say, I wonder why they waste their camaraderie on you. I'll never understand it. And the very next page, Vriska is clearly, like, upset about this. And she says, what use is all that attitude against a guy who's never wrong? And she can't even just smash the magic eight ball. And then she's immediately like, maybe you could stand to have some camaraderie wasted on you, even if it comes from a medley meddler metal friend. Like, she's kind of upset, at least like disquieted. And like, her immediate reaction is like, oh, I'll, I'll talk to my friend. It made me feel a little sympathetic towards her. There's hope for you yet. <laughs> right, exactly. And then she goes and talks to Kanaya. Kanaya? This is very interesting. The conversation between Kanaya and Vriska was interesting because, again, back when White Guy was talking to Vriska, like, he was obviously, like, manipulating her and, like, you know, like, kind of just, like, using her as, like, a targeted attack against others. And when Carcat was, like, talking to her, his brand of dealing with her is less like, I'm doing this on purpose and more like, I'm just doing this and it just so happened to work on Vriska. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> and Equius's, you know, way of dealing with Vriska is just being like, you know, just generally shitty about his class. Yeah. But like, Kanaya actually has a pretty solid understanding of Vriska, I think. Mm-hmm. 
It's very much like the Rose Dave conversation where Rose is like psychoanalyzing Dave into making him basically admit that he has feelings. Oh, my oh God, no. You're right. <laughs> Riska is Dave. No. It, it's strange, partly because near the beginning of this Riska and Kanaya conversation, you were reading Riska's part, because I always read Kanaya's parts. You were reading a lot of things sarcastically, but I don't know. This Riska felt very different from the Riska we've seen before. Yeah, I, I've always read it as she's being like sarcastic about it as a defense mechanism, but like really, you know, she's not. It's like just barely putting up that front, you know? Like, I think when Kanaya says that her Lucis is dead, I kind of think that Vriska's shock is genuine. They're like, she says, what? Oh no, how did that happen? Like, I assume a Lucis dying before, you know, all of this happening was a huge, like, bad thing to have happened. Not exactly an everyday thing. No, like, Eleusis is basically their parent. <laughs> right. And Kanaya's just like, I'm just asking. Because mine's dead. And Riska's <laughs> like, what? Like, Kanaya just, like, comes into Riska's chat and is like, hey, is your mom dead? Because mine is. And, like, Kanaya's just like, just like, she's got, like, double fidget spinners. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves and kind of backwards cap and she's like, yeah, my mom's dead. <laughs> it was just her time. One thing that she did say about that, mm -hmm. she, her mom is a virgin, first off. Like, that's pretty sexy, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. Please don't. No, her, her mom is a sexy virgin. And she pledged not to ever have, like... Abdicates and renounces brooding. Yeah, brooding. So no, no egg laying for this little lady. That meant that she was like fated to die. So that sounds like some motherfucking bee politics. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If a bee queen does not lay eggs in like the proper ratios and amounts, the entire hive will die. Yeah. And that sounds a lot like this. Yeah, with grubs and, and hives and all of that. Which begs another question. Hey, Elizabeth, where do where do troll babies come from? Uh, we got an explanation of that a number of pages back, I think, and I'm not going to go reread it because I didn't like it. Well, no, I mean, like, I get how, like, the, the, the bang-bang-ding-dong is done. <laughs> Like, how does how does the, the latter half work? How does that all go down? Um, like, who's driving who to the hospital? Who's who's telling the other one to push, baby? Who's who's you know laying all those eggs? This is the most cursed episode. You know, like, who's signing the birth certificate? Why are you making that sound sexy? It, it's not. <laughs> you know, here's the thing: everything's someone's fetish. I'm just making it entertaining for the people at home, just in case. You're terrible. Let's talk about the fact that, for some reason, as soon as Riska starts talking to Kanaya, after they're talking about the Lucy, Riska starts being sort of, like, weirdly self-deprecating, not in, like, the icky way that uh, Equius was. 
the icky wicky way. <laughs> no. Where she's like, you are so lucky, my Lucis sucks. Haha. <laughs> and then saying that Kanaya clearly thinks she's some dumb flighty broad and talking all about how uh, she has shitty luck and shoot, there goes another one sailing over the idiot girl's head. And and that's before she starts throwing eights everywhere. Yeah. I couldn't tell if that was, like, Riska actually doing that, or Riska, like, trying a manipulation tactic out on Kanaya. Like, obviously Kanaya is trying to mother her, so, like, maybe I'll play the baby. It's hard to tell, for sure. We need a little more evidence. Yeah. Yeah, she seems to just be switching back and forth between mechanisms, I guess, really quick. She's sort of fighty at the beginning. Um, like, the, is this a trick? Are you trying to sabotage me? And then is sort of trying to be nice, asking what happened to Kanaya's Lucis and saying that, oh, she was so cool. She, You had the coolest Lucis of anyone I know. And then being self-deprecating. And then talking about her shitty luck, and then getting angry at Kanaya again, and talking about how she's she's meddling so much, and now she's spying on you, and then and then she gets really agitated, and that's when she starts putting like fifty eights in in one sentence. But clearly, she thinks there's something to what Kanaya is saying because then she goes to check on her Lucis. And she logs off without getting the last word in. Yeah. Yeah. What I think is so interesting about this reading session was the past two reading sessions, you know, we've seen Vriska outside of Vriska's head. She seemed like this big, bad, you know, boss that had no weaknesses and, you know, like, oh, this is going to be it. You know, this is, this is going to be the, the thing. And like, after this reading session, She's definitely still a big threat. She's very dangerous. Mm -hmm. But we can see that there are ways to overcome her. And also, there may be some bigger things to worry about. Right. To me, it always seemed she was like an individual antagonist. Um, she was doing some terrible things to individual people. And she was working somewhat to orchestrate bigger things. But... It seemed to me like Eladia was orchestrating the bigger things more than Friska was. Yes. Despite the doomsday device thing. The, the, the doomsday device. She is really just, I mean, you know, to use a chess metaphor, she's really just another pawn in the end. Mm. Oh, that that's doing so good. And I think that's where we're going to end off on today's episode. But before we do, I do need to get that sweet, sweet character ranking. I never know whether you're going to ask for it or not, so I never have it prepared at the end of the uh, episode. You know I'm going to ask for it. No, I don't, actually. Let me just get that real fast. Okay, um, I can go from the least to the most at this point. Equius, obviously. I feel like I should pause after Equius because he is so far down there. There's just like a, sh a chasm there. Yes. Chasm. 
a chasm. <laughs> yes. There's one of those. And then, I guess, like, Vriska and Gansey are sort of, I don't know. I always enjoy reading about Vriska. She's so interesting. But I'm still keeping her down there. But I feel bad putting her down there with Equius and Gamzee and Solix. But after those four, there's Karkat, and then Nepeta, and then Aradia, and then Kanaya, and Terezi, and Tavros. I think that might have been the same ranking that I had last time. If it was not the same, it's very similar. But that's okay. I, th I think things are going to shake up next time. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, everybody, that's all of the homestuck we have for today. Today we read through pages 2,189 through 2,238. Yeah, you can read all of Homestuck at homestuck.com, and you can find the accessible versions as well as all of the links to episodes and transcriptions on our Tumblr at lookhowsane.tumblr.com. And on there, you can also find the transcriptions that Elizabeth writes for every episode where she has to transcribe dumb shit that I say, such as sewing machine. And I always manage to do it. Actually, every one of the links should be updated, and that should all be good on the Tumblr blog. Made sure that was all up to date uh, before this episode. So those transcriptions can also be found in the descriptions of the episodes, and we mention their existence in our intro disclaimer bit. We also have a Twitter, at how underscore sane, and that's where you can send, uh, like, if you have a question or a comment or anything like that, uh, you can send us a tweet. Or if you want to just wish us wish us luck on this journey that is just doubled in size, I guess. <sighs> yeah, hopefully not doubled. Oh my god. Oh. Don't even Knowing say, them. Don't even it's say that. Dump. Oh god. I do actually hope that next home tech is going to be great because apparently Andrew Hussey just outlined it and somebody, like a team of writers, wrote the rest of it. Okay, that's interesting. But also, it's only updating once a month, and so if it's this long, it's going to take a million years. We are still only in page 2000 whatever right now. I know! We haven't even- we're not even halfway there. We're not even halfway there of, of the first Homestuck! I know! Oh boy. Anyway, John Michael does our music- and we might actually need him to get to get us a second theme song when Homestuck 2 comes out. <laughs> For real. Please go rate and review us on iTunes. Real quick, should I mention the person who left us a third review? That was the sweetest fucking review. I know. So should I should I actually mention it? Yeah. So thank you especially to Carrie Clearwater, who left just a very sweet review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. We read those reviews and then we talk about them for like an hour. It's really nice to hear that you're enjoying the podcast. Also, feel free to spread the word about us, especially right now. Like if you have a friend and they're curious about Homestuck 2 
but they feel like they need to read Homestuck first, just tell them to listen to our podcast. And, you know, we, we sum everything up pretty well. And by the time they finish with our podcast, they'll, they'll be all caught up and uh, ready for the next stage. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. And remember, everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember, everybody, that Vriska did nothing wrong. She did, though, do a few things wrong. Not as much as Equius, but a few things. Oh, you haven't seen the worst of it yet. Oh, God. Bye, everyone. 